Hello, hello, amazing business owners. Welcome back to another episode of Business Straight Up. I am so excited to share this with you today. As you may or may not know, I am super honored to be teaching at WPPI this year in February 2020. It is a crazy honor, a goal that I've had for a long time, and I am really excited to be teaching boudoir marketing in 2020 ways to set yourself apart and be different this year that may have been different than what you've previously done. So my class is Tuesday morning, bright and early, but even if you're not heading to WPPI, chances are that you're going into some sort of conference soon. This is photography conference season. And even if you're not a photographer, chances are you're probably going to a business conference of some sort. Maybe it's for your day job. Maybe it's for a different industry. Either way, I wanted to share my top 10 tips and tricks for attending conferences. So this is going to hit for WPPI. It will also matter for other things as well. And I am so excited to share these tricks with you. So let's dive right in, shall we? Hey, hey there, awesome people. I am Brooke Summer, and you are listening to Business Straight Up, the podcast for creative entrepreneurs to learn, connect, grow, and build the business and life that they dream of. Welcome. Let's get going and dive right in. Hello, hello, amazing entrepreneurs, business owners, photographers, whoever is listening. I'm so glad that you're here today because we are going to talk about my top 10 tips and tricks for attending WPPI and other photography conferences. So I realize that today's episode is going to be very photographer focused. However, if you are going to a business conference in general, even if it's not photography, I'd say 75% of this will still apply to you. So don't discount it. If you're not a photographer, I promise there will still be some amazing information for you. So I'm going to give you my top 10 tips and tricks for attending WPPI, other photography conferences, business conferences, whatever floats your boat. And can you do me a favor? If you really love this podcast and the information that I'm putting out into the world, can you head on over to iTunes and leave a review? I would so appreciate it. It gives me a chance to know where I can fill in the gaps, what I can provide for you, how I can better serve you in the future. It also helps guests for guests to come on and know that there are people actually listening because I see the stats. They can see the stats too, but sometimes it's so nice to hear a little bit of feedback on what you're doing, right? (laughs) So let's go into these WPPI tips. Today's episode is brought to you by the brand new resource that I created for you. It is a video tutorial and a guide on how to make a website blueprint. So what the heck is a website blueprint? Why do I need one, Brooke? What are you talking about? It is something that will lay out all of the pages and links and SEO information for your website to make it really easy to know where to put things. If you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail, right? That's that Benjamin Franklin quote. And this is one of the tools that you can use to better prepare your website for the gorgeous awesomeness that you're going to put into it. And it will help you so much in the future if you have issues too, because you can always refer back to that. So today's episode is brought to you by 
that freebie, that tutorial, that download, and you can get more information at businessstraightup.com slash website blueprint. Without further delay, let's go into these tips. You ready? Now you may remember that I actually wrote a blog post on this years ago, and there will be some overlap here, but this is a, a different format. So you can listen while you're doing something. You don't have to be looking at your phone and B, there's some new tips in here as well. So tip number one, I want you to reach out, schedule and look for things before you even leave. I know that that sounds crazy overwhelming, but WPPI and other conferences as well have so many classes and expos. And then there are side things that are going on. There are classes outside of WPPI. There are shootouts. There are parties. And some of these classes range from kind of boring and not so exciting, but necessary information to some that are really, really hands-on and shooting. But there are so many things going on that if you don't schedule things ahead of time, you might get there and forget. So reach out ahead of time, make new friends, figure out what you're going to do in that time period that there isn't a class that you're super interested in. Maybe you have an afternoon free. Can you schedule coffee with someone? Can you guys go? And oh my gosh, one time my friend and I took a gondola ride at the Venetian and we had so much fun. Look in Facebook Facebook groups and other communities for the happenings that are going on outside of WPPI. There are tickets, there are signups, there are shootouts, there are so many things going on during that time frame. And you can find the links in some of the larger Facebook groups. There are also just impromptu coffee, like cocktails, things like that. Make sure to schedule yourself appropriately so you don't miss any of those must-dos. And kind of along with that, I'm going to really encourage you to reach out to someone and maybe get a group of four of you together just to chat, just to connect, because this is your chance that you're at a conference. This is, uh, excuse me, this is your chance to really connect with people that you don't normally get to talk to day to day. You're going to a different city, a different state, for some of you, maybe even a different country. And now you get to connect with people that are outside of your normal range of influence. So can I just really encourage you to reach out to a few people and say, Hey, I have Tuesday afternoon empty or Hey, after Brooks class, shameless plug on Tuesday morning, do you want to go get some brunch? Cause hash house, hash house, a go-go is so yummy. So highly recommend brunch at hash house and reach out ahead of time. It can't hurt to ask the worst they can do is say no. And then you're in no worse position than you were before you asked. Am I right? I am right. (laughs) So tip number two is grocery delivery. Oh my gosh. Can I just tell you how freaking amazing this is? Now I get my groceries delivered at home too. I have zero shame in this. I hate grocery shopping. (laughs) But when I started going to WPPI years ago, I think like back in 2012-ish, I used to stay at the MGM Signature and it has a full kitchen. Now this isn't necessarily going to be the case depending on where you're staying. You probably won't have a full kitchen, but you can still have some groceries delivered. Excuse me. 
Vons does grocery delivery direct to the signature or to whatever hotel you're staying in. And it's also called, let's see, it's Vons, it's Safeway here. Um, you can also use Instacart, which is what I use now. And it is a huge lifesaver. And I will actually put a link for Instacart in the show notes because it just makes such a big difference. You can take breakfast with you when you're out and about, or if you have a super early class like Brooks class on Tuesday, <laughs> another shameless plug. But when you have an early class, you can take breakfast with you. Or if a class runs long and you only have 20 minutes until the next one, going to get lunch becomes really difficult. And that food court at Mandalay is crazy, crazy packed around lunchtime. So if you can take a lunch with you, you are like two steps ahead of everyone else. There's the walk to get to the food court, the lines when you get there, and then you pay 10 bucks for a terrible slice of pizza. No, thanks. I can't stand it. Um, most hotels will allow you to have a refrigerator in your room. All you have to do is ask. And I know that this is going to sound crazy, but if you've ever had those Uncrustables, the frozen peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, those are like one of my favorite things to bring with me at conferences because it's a quick boost. It's a little bit of energy. And because they're frozen, you can just throw them in your backpack and take them with you and have a little bit with you when you really need it, especially since we all know that walking like, oh, just next door in Vegas is not truly just next door. It's like a mile away. So for grocery delivery, um, I'm going to share with you a few must-haves that I order. I love those frozen peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I always order some wine, right, for the evenings because in Vegas, you can actually wander around with an open class, <laughs> which is very strange to me. Um, I love emergency, which is like this powder drink mix that you put into water. It just helps me stay a little healthy, which we'll go into in a few. Um, I always get salami, cheese, and crackers. Again, that quick lunch, it's basically Lunchables, but for adults, right? And we all know how much kids love Lunchables. You can get frozen breakfast sandwiches. If you have a microwave in your hotel room, you can heat those up real quick. I love orange juice. We always get champagne, fruits, and veggies. And I always get sandwich bags too, because it is crazy how useful they are. Like if you have a shampoo thing that explodes in your suitcase, we always carry baggies with us when we're traveling. And that is something that I definitely order in the grocery order. I also order peanut butter M&Ms just because I love them. Um, <laughs> and you can throw some in a baggie, right? Because you ordered some baggies. So the baggies will let me take things with me. The M&Ms are a quick sugar fix. And sometimes you just need something small on your way before dinner because you know it's going to be a while until you eat and you can feel your blood sugar crashing. So grocery delivery is huge. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. So that was number two. On to number three. Number three is water bottles. So I know that everyone has a favorite water bottle Personally, I'm really, really, really picky. I don't like the ones where the lid completely disconnects like the swell bottles because I lose lids and they like disappear into the black hole of my car. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I can't have one that leaks because I throw it in my camera bag, right? And I love really, really cold water. I like ice water. I know that some people say it's not as healthy for you, whatever. It's just what I like. Um, but I am super picky about water bottles. And so I do have a favorite water bottle that I take with me whenever I travel. The ice stays cold for 18 hours. And they're the only bottles that I trust completely. And I can put into my camera bag and it won't leak everywhere. So 
Sometimes getting anything at WPPI as far as beverages, coffee, food can be challenging because you're in a line with hundreds, sometimes thousands of other photographers that have breaks at the same time. So save yourself the trip, save the planet, plastic bottled water, which makes me a little stabby, no bottled water, and bring your own. There is water everywhere within the convention center. So you can refill in your classes or in the lounges at the expo, um, CPS lounge, Nikon lounge, all that good stuff. All right. So tip number four is a new tip. It's not in my original post. And I really, really want to encourage you to think about the print comp and the print judging. Um, it is something that I figured, eh, I don't really need to go. Like I didn't submit anything. Um, it's not really boudoir specific. I just, I don't need to go. But I will say that when I took the time and went in to watch the judging, I learned so much. There are just little random comments that you can hear and you think about how you can implore them into, or I'm sorry, uh, implement them into your own work. And it is crazy, crazy valuable. These judges are amazing and they will walk you through things that you didn't even think about. Um, last year at WPPI, I missed the deadline because that's how I roll deadlines and I don't get along. Um, and so I actually connected with the judge at one of the WPPI parties and he said, well, let me see the photo that you were going to submit. And I did, even though it was scary. And he told me exactly how he would have judged it. And when I looked at it and y'all, I've been doing this for at the time last year was 13 years. So I'm not a newbie, but when he was telling me these things, I didn't even think about it. So there is so much to be learned from the print comp and WPPI actually has a portfolio review as well that I will be participating in, in going through some images that you bring with you. So think about that. Think about the images that you want someone else to look at, because this is a fantastic opportunity that's open to anyone with a platform pass, I believe, where you can actually have someone else look at your portfolio and kind of break things down and give you the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I know sometimes it can be really difficult to put yourself out there and to share your work with someone knowing that they might tear it apart, but you learn so much. I promise you there is so many um, opportunities. There are so many ways that you can grow when it comes to having someone look at your work. So check out the print judging and print comp. Don't discount it. And then also check out the portfolio review as well. So number five. All right. This is one that should be in all caps. Stay healthy. I cannot even tell you how many times I see WPPI attendees come home with the black lung. That's what we call it. The plague, whatever, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't matter. You're on planes. You're in small quarters with a lot of people and a lot of germs. You're in huge environments, especially if you work from home usually, and you're not really subject to that often. Um, there's just so much going on at WPPI and so many people get sick. And this comes from a lack of sleep, being around so many people, and just generally not taking care of yourself. So a few years ago, a few years ago, I actually said, enough. And I knew that when I got home, I didn't have time to be sick. I have two businesses to run as well as two children to take care of. And I would much rather spend that time with my family. So instead of partying every night, 
I stayed in. I know that's not the popular mindset or the popular viewpoint to have, but I really just did not want to party every night. And part of that may be that I'm just old, but um, interestingly enough, my roommates decided to stay in too. And we actually sat and drank cocktails with our feet in the jetted tub and did a bubble, uh, bubble bath for our feet because our feet hurt so damn bad. So I went home feeling awesome. I wasn't completely exhausted and it just did not completely drain me in the way that it had in the past. Staying out and partying every night is so much fun, but it isn't worth taking more time away from your family and your business. You're already taking this time away to go and learn. It is an investment, not only in money, but in time. And that is important. You don't want to take even more time really just to lay there and get better because we all need that healing when we're sick. But man, if you can avoid getting sick to begin with, huge win. So be careful with how you treat your body when you're at WPPI. If you go to the parties, have some beverages, you don't have to stay out all night. For me personally, casinos really, really bother me because of the smoke. Um, so I'm very careful about that. I don't sit for casinos in hours. I do really enjoy roulette, but I will not sit there for a long time because I know that it's really going to bother my throat and my lungs. So know what your body needs, pay attention to your body and stay healthy. All right. Tip number six. This one is going to sound a little strange too. I feel like I'm shaking things up here. Um, I want you to look for the smaller parties and gatherings, which can sound very strange. WPPI has some huge parties and I have been to those parties and man, they are a lot of fun. When it was at MGM previously, the big party was at Hakkasan, which is the nightclub in the MGM. And we had so much fun, like just dancing and it was just mindless fun. But I also want to encourage you to look for the smaller parties and gatherings for the album companies that maybe you wanted to see their albums. Maybe you were curious and they're not necessarily in the trade show because they're a smaller company. Look for those smaller parties and gatherings because the chance to actually chat with people instead of being in a nightclub environment where it's really loud and you have to scream to talk to each other can be crazy valuable. The smaller parties are definitely some of my favorites. I know CG has been one of my favorite parties. Look for the labs that you work with and reach out to them and see if they have any parties going on. See if they have any gatherings because those can not only be very valuable, but they're also just so nice to sit and have a cocktail and chill and hang out and get to know someone can be such a beautiful experience. So number seven, make new friends. I can feel all of the introverts in the world going, Ooh, yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) So truth, I am an extrovert. So meeting new people is not difficult for me. However, I will say because of my personality type, small talk is extremely draining for me. So even though I like to meet new people and get out and be surrounded by people, if we're talking about the same things over and over again, the weather, blah, blah, blah. What do you shoot? Oh no. What do you shoot? It is absolutely draining for me. So I have to really go outside of my little box to make new friends as well. And I know 
that it can feel very uncomfortable and it's just hard to really like walk up to someone you don't know and say hi. It's kind of like asking someone out on a date, right? Like, hi, can I talk to you? Um, but in the past, I have actually had to set a goal for myself. So I would tell myself I need to meet three new people by noon. And it sounds really silly, but when I set the goal and I'm intentional about it, I know that I will make it happen. I have found that this not only puts me outside of my comfort zone and forces me to meet new people, but it also helps me to feel better about where I'm at. And I want to include this because my husband said that it really struck him. He went to a business conference and he is a hardcore introvert. He was very intimidated. He did not want to approach people. They all seemed to know each other. He was hanging out by the wall. Everyone else was talking. And I told him, you know, there are a lot of people that feel the same way you do that are scared to reach out and talk to them and reaching out to them to say hi may be an act of kindness that you didn't even know you were doing because you've included them in a conversation. So seriously, reach out and say hi. We're all in this together. We're all self-employed business people just trying to make things work. If someone's a dick, say bye and move on. It isn't you, it's them. Don't be afraid to reach out and make new friends. On to tip number eight. Let's talk about the vendor-specific lounges. Now, I can't speak to the others, to the Nikon and Sony, and I'm sure there are others as well. However, I am a member of CPS, Canon Professional Services, and I always make it a point to bring my gear in to CPS to be cleaned while I'm at WPPI because let's be real, who has time to send their cameras out to be cleaned? Because I do not. Um, I always bring my gear in to be cleaned at CPS. I believe they'll do two pieces for you if you're a member at no cost. Um, and it, there is a cost to belong to Canon Professional Services, which is CPS. I know there's for Nikon as well. I'm not sure about Sony, but check out the lounge. It can be a lot of fun too, because they have all of the new gear in there. So while you're waiting for your gear to be cleaned, if it's not going to take too long, you can have some coffee and grab a cookie and play with new gear. Cause that's always fun, right? So check out vendor specific lounges, look for whatever gear you use and visit the lounge. Cause you never know what you might find. Number nine, what to wear. So I feel like this will change for me this year because I am teaching and I have to like have a little bit more of a professional foot forward, but I'm kind of a sequin lips t-shirt kind of girl. And that is I joke, I call it my conference t-shirt, but it is literally the t-shirt that I wear whenever I go to conferences. I am a jeans and t-shirt kind of girl. However, if you want to dress in a suit, by all means, do it. If you want to wear jeans and a t-shirt, do it. This year, I'll probably put a blazer over my t-shirt just because I'm teaching too. But wear whatever you are comfortable in. But that being said, always wear layers. It can get really, really cold in the classrooms. So dress in layers, bring some layers with you. It's so funny. Anyone in Colorado listening to this is like, girl, that's every day for us. Some people that are like in Florida and stuff don't have to worry about that. But trust me, when you're in these hotels, some rooms will be freezing and some of them will be really, really hot. So wear layers, wear things that represent you and your brand. And most of all, like, and I cannot stress this enough. Most of all, wear comfortable shoes. 
I see women walking around the conference hall in these gorgeous heels and man, if you can do it more power to you, but I don't get it. They look amazing, but I would be dying. I would be literally like not able to walk the next day. So I wear sequin converse or dance goes. I have, um, sometimes I'll even wear flip-flops. I just wear whatever is comfortable. And I also put insoles into most shoes, adding in some extra support, some extra cushion. You will literally be on your feet all day. So make sure you're wearing something that can handle it. Don't try out new shoes. This is not the time to try out something new. Wear something that you know can handle that all day standing. Trust me, your feet will thank me later. (laughs) Number 10. This is like, I don't want to say it's the most important, but it's something that a lot of people don't do. So I want you to get out your calendar right now while you're listening, unless you're driving, don't do that. But I want you to get out your calendar and set up a plan for a day after WPPI within about a week, maybe two, if you have to, to go through everything that you took in, to go through all of your notes from the conferences, to go through all of the people that you connected with, take pictures of them or their business cards, make a note on who they were. I want you to set aside a day that you can follow up, a day that you can go through those notes and say, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. I need to implement that. Or, oh, hey, this person was talking about that and I need more information. Let me send them a message. So many of us go to conferences and we're high, right? Like we are riding high. We're excited. Everyone there is like, this is going to be the best year ever. I'm going to make shit happen and it is going to be amazing. And I've done it too. But I know that you get home and you get back in the day-to-day BS. You got kids screaming at each other, asking you for snacks, because let's be real, that never ends. You have so much going on in your day-to-day life that the things that you learned can often fall to the wayside. So my tip number 10 right now, we're a month out from WPPI right now. Right now, I want you to go into your planner, into Google Calendar, whatever it is that you use, and set aside a day to go through everything that you've learned. Because what you have learned matters, it is valuable, and when you implement it, it will be even more valuable. So those are my top 10 tips for WPPI. Number one is to reach out before you leave. Number two, get some groceries delivered. Number three, have a fantastic water bottle. Number four, go to the print judging. Number five, stay healthy. Number six, look for those smaller parties and gatherings. Number seven, make some new friends. Number eight, check out your vendor-specific lounge. Number nine, wear something comfy. Number 10, set up a plan for after WPPI. Just a quick recap. I am so glad that you joined me today. I will be at WPPI. My class is about boudoir marketing. It's a master class and it will be bright and early Tuesday morning. I'm going to need all the coffee, y'all. We're going to put on some red lipstick and just go for it. So I would love it if you would join me or if you want to reach out, have some coffee at WPPI. Maybe we can all get together in Mandalay and just chat for a little bit. But no matter what, please reach out, talk to me. I would love to answer any questions you may have about WPPI. This is my first year speaking there and I am crazy excited to make this happen. 2020 is going to be your year. 
the year to kick ass. Am I right? I'm calling this my glow up year instead of grow up. It's my glow up year. So we are going to do amazing things in our businesses. And I want to walk you through whatever you may need to make that happen. So if you loved this content, can you head on over to iTunes, leave me a review. I would love to know exactly what you thought. And don't forget, today's episode is brought to you by that brand new resource I created for you, the website blueprint. So you can grab that at businessstraightup.com slash website blueprint. As always, if you have any questions, head on over to the Business Straight Up community, which you can reach at businessstraightup.com slash community. Have an amazing day. I can't wait to work with you and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to Business Straight Up. I'm so glad that you could join us today. Check out the show notes for this and all of the episodes at businessstraightuppodcast.com. And I can't wait to talk with you again. Have a great day.